0: Do you like to learn about random, wild stuff? You know, the things you didn't think you needed to know about, then realize you should? Then welcome to Nothing Off Limits, the podcast that gives you one place to go for something different. Impress your next party guest with your unusual body of knowledge. And if you dig the show, get more information at ladyfoxentertainment.com and subscribe, rate, or review. Thanks. Hey everybody, welcome to Nothing Off Limits. My guest today is Dana B. Myers, the founder of the sexy lifestyle brand Booty Parlor. Dana has changed the lives of thousands of women by inspiring them to boost their sexy self-confidence and create sexier, more satisfying experiences both inside and outside of the bedroom. But it's not just about the women because the guys benefit as well. Dana is the author of the official Booty Parlor Mojo Makeover, Four Weeks to a Sexier You with HarperCollins and the creator of the Mommy Mojo makeover. Dana is an award-winning product developer, entrepreneur, and media personality. She's been featured in Cosmo, Marie Claire, Women's Health, Red Book, Parents, WWD, and the Wall Street Journal. She's been all over the place. She was born and raised in Chicago, Chi-Town, and she earned a master's degree in business and entertainment from NYU and now resides in St. Lucia with her husband and business partner, Charlie, their son, Rocky, and daughter, Indy I'm so envious. You can learn more about Dana on her website. It's Dana B. That's M Y E R S. And also obviously go to bootyparlor.com. That's B-O-O-T-Y-P-A-R-L-O-R.
1: Welcome, Dana. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to hear your voice.
0: Yes, and I'm so thrilled to have <laughs> you on here because you're such an inspiration to so many people. And
1: uh, you're a delight. Thank you. Call me anytime and tell me all these wonderful things about myself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gladly. Gladly, because it's true. So let's dive in. I would love for you to share your story. Um, You know, how did you get to this place that you are of becoming the head of a lifestyle brand an author in the media doing all of these great things?
1: Sure. Well, you know, it all really goes back to when I was a kid and I would follow my mom, who is a makeup artist. I would follow her around to the beauty shops that she worked at. And, um, I would sit there as she would do her makeovers with women from all walks of life and and really just be privy to the conversations that were happening and mm-hmm. it was so much about sex and beauty and confidence and relationships cuz you know how it is when you're talking to your stylist you oh, let yeah. it all out. Oh yeah, they're they're your other psychologist. Exactly. <laughs> from, from a very young age I was kind of, you know, had secret access to the world of women mm. and um and really just took an interest in beauty and also took an interest in all things that were sexy. Um, and my parents were always very open about the topic with me, which really gave me a great foundation to see sex and mm-hmm. sexuality as a very normal, organic part of a life. That's rare. Um, very rare. Very rare. So I feel pretty blessed for that. Heck yeah. Yeah. But- but as I grew up, I I took an interest in uh, the music business. I was a pianist. I loved rock and roll. I got into the music business, but was always the girl that my friends were coming to for love and sex and beauty advice. Mm-hmm. And that was always kind of the role that I played in my social circles. Um, fast forward, I met a great guy on Match.com um, who's now my husband. No this way. Is- you guys yes, met on Match? Yes, we did. We met on Match. 13 years ago. Oh my gosh, Uh, that is
0: such a success story.
1: Yeah, it's great. And um, we were always talking about business ideas. He's a very entrepreneurial type of guy. And I said, you know, I'm always talking about love and sex with my friends. And I'm always buying vibrators from my friends. But the sex shops are so gross. And at that point in time, 12 years ago, they were. You know, it was still very much where that adult business was rooted in the triple X world. It, yeah. It's come such a long way. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, let's let's do something. You know, I've had the same ideas. Um, and it was a real eureka moment that we both thought that this particular industry and offering for women could be dramatically improved. So. The idea for Booty Parlor, that's how it came about. Um, and we wrote a business plan, raised some money, quit our jobs, and and started a business. You know, really neither one of us came from consumer goods. We had no idea how to create products, but we just figured it out. Um and we we started the business in two thousand and five, and we just started selling our products. And um we were selling them to retail shops. We were selling them within the home party environment. Mm-hmm. And, and then one, one time
0: th- I saw them at the Hard Rock in Vegas,
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of work with um variety of hotels in Las Vegas and all over the world. And um and then we also started working with Victoria's Secret. And that was a big play at the time for such a mainstream brand to take on a sex-focused and sex-positive brand like ours, and that really gave us this great sort of stamp of, of legitimacy, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. uh, and and that was fantastic and that's really how the business started and and from there You know, I was talking to women about their sex lives all over the country at different events and at these home parties and giving information and getting so much information about what was really happening in the lives of couples all over the place. Oh, yes. And that's kind of where I started to formulate these ideas for the book that I eventually wrote and the workshops that I eventually started doing as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So
0: so all this information that you gathered from these women, from when you were a little girl all the way up until you were doing these home parties and getting even more information, what was it that you found to be the reason behind this lack of self-confidence or any kind of insecurities that women might have?
1: Well, I think there's there's a lot of stumbling blocks when... It comes to having a truly empowered sexuality and, and a sense of confident sensuality. I call them mojo malfunctions. They're these—that's <laughs> great. You know, yeah, they're these common obstacles that women experience on the path of you know fulfilling their sexiest potential. And these mojo malfunctions—they whittle away at your sexy self-confidence. And what they do is they also kind of slowly drain your desire for sex and. I guess some examples of these mojo malfunctions are things like negative body banter, which are the horrible things that women say to themselves about their body and their beauty, um, and you know it's this kind of critical self-talk that makes women feel shame about their bodies. Um, And it's that same critical voice that keeps them from feeling confident enough to fully share their bodies in an intimate way. So they kind of limit themselves Mm -hmm. to the pleasure and the satisfaction that they can experience.
0: I think there's a lot of shame um, in expressing any kind of sexual confidence, right? You don't, because I think a lot of people misinterpret it, that kind of energy as being slutty.
1: Totally. Totally. Totally, totally. And there's so much, you know, stigma and taboo mm-hmm. associated to that. And, and luckily, things are changing. Um, women are feeling like they have more permission to be more empowered. But I do think we have a long way to go. Yeah, um, definitely. And also, and also, I think it's not uncommon for women to have a dark part in their sexual history that left them feeling guilty or loaded up with baggage that lingers and lingers. And and that can be a breeding ground for hangups and insecurities as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, like we touched upon, on a broader note, aren't raised in sexually open environments with real honest conversations about the joys and beauty of having a sexually free and creative life. So people do grow up thinking it's dirty and shameful and I shouldn't be too sexual. Um, But, you know, slowly but surely, I think, you know, women are coming a long way and finding the permission within themselves or from reading books or seeing, um, you know, empowering TV programs out there Mm -hmm. um, so that they can open up and be more sexually self-confident and open to a more empowered sense of intimacy Mm -hmm. within the relationship. Charlie hit the jackpot. Woo, Charlie, (laughs) lucky man. (laughs) I'm a lucky woman as well.
0: (laughs) I'm still loving your story about how you met. So tell us the most treasured case study success story of a woman you helped to get her mojo back.
1: You know, I'm, I'm lucky in that I do feel as though I've honestly connected with and helped a lot of women over the last... You know, ten, twelve years of working in this field, um, but I guess most recently I, I coached a couple um, over the course of two months, and I helped guide them out of a place where. She – this is a couple. They had two kids. And like most parents, you know, they're in that crazy zone where sex goes to the back burner. There's a lot of resentment. Your time Mm -hmm. um, is dramatically crunched. You don't have as much time or energy to be together in a romantic way. Um, But she was really feeling this constant pressure and expectation from her husband to have more sex. And all that pressure and expectation kind of squashed her desire. You know, it just – Sure. And on the flip side, he was feeling constant rejection and lack of affection from her. Mm-hmm. And they were locked in this like cycle of expectation and rejection. Mm-hmm. But I've been the there. Of- <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I think so
0: many people have. Yeah. I've
1: related so much to their story having two kids and really understanding these issues on a totally different level now. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, I-, I think I helped them um, find the fun again there was so much less talk and pressure and simply more action and spirited, sexy fun. Um, And I was very proud of that because they truly kind of push reset on their sex life Mm -hmm. and reset on their marriage. Um, And really all it took was some honest communication and some prioritizing of intimacy and pleasure and then following through on it. So, Mm -hmm. It took away the expectation and the disappointment, and they were just able to come together and do something as a couple, Um, and it really brought back the frequency and the excitement in their sex life and healed some of the wounds in their relationship. So I was very proud of that work. Heck yeah. yeah.
0: And that's actually a beautiful segue because when you and I spoke offline, we talked about these three big tips of how you can bring the intimacy back into your relationship and, and gain that self-confidence um, and enjoyment of sex. So so that's a great way to kind of start diving into it um, with this work that you just did with this couple. Um, what is tip number one? Let's just get into it.
1: Definitely. So, tip number one is to just start reconnecting outside of the bedroom. I think when people think about quote unquote fixing their sex life, they think it all happens in the bedroom. It's a new technique or a position, but that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to start recreating desire outside of the bedroom. Um, and so, one way to do that is to practice touch without expectation. I hear a lot from busy moms and just women in long-term relationships that if their partner comes up and starts to nuzzle them or, or kiss their neck in the kitchen, you know, she immediately cringes and thinks, Oh no, if he wants to have sex, I'm so busy. I have to do the dishes. (laughs) That's right. And so she sighs and pushes him off and then he feels, you know, he feels bad because of it. Um, And and they've kind of missed an opportunity to connect in a romantic way. It doesn't have to lead to sex, but what you can do is just practice touching each other without that expectation.
0: Mm -hmm. Just general affection.
1: Exactly. Just have some general affection outside of the bedroom. And if he does attempt to move into sex, but you'd prefer to stay in that touch-without-expectation zone, the woman could always just say something like, babe, that embrace, that feels so good, but I'm just going to take a rain check on sex right now. I've got some other things planned. Can we wait until tomorrow until I can give you full attention? So it's acknowledging that he's giving you love and you appreciate it, You've told him that you still do want to have sex, but can we do it tomorrow? You've been concrete, given him something to look forward to and something you can be accountable for. And it kind of, you create these little moments of affection mm-hmm. and take away that pressure. How do you teach
0: the men to react appropriately to that? Because I know I've been in relationships where that's happened and I'm I'm like, oh, let's just do it later. Let's set up a time to do this tomorrow, that kind of thing. And uh, it's not usually well received, <laughs> you know? Right
1: yeah, totally. and And I think you just you just have to get into the practice of it. and And what you have to get into the practice of is if if you say, Let's do it tomorrow, then you've got to initiate tomorrow. Mm-hmm. okay? You, you've got to step up and be the woman and and be true to your words. So if you say, Babe, I'm not in the mood right now, but tomorrow let's set some time' Step it up. Make sure you carve out the time. Don't push it off again another day because then he's going to be disappointed. He's not going to trust you. Totally. totally. you Exactly. So, so that's great. So if yeah. you
0: if you take the rain check, then you have to be the one to initiate the next time.
1: Definitely. Okay. And look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Look forward to it. So another way to reconnect, again, we're still in this sort of outside of the bedroom zone, is to make surprise gestures for each other. Um Anything simple like a home cooked meal, um, initiating a make-out session, um, you know, just doing something that your partner will appreciate. Even if it's picking up a magazine that he likes or writing him a love note to work.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: I love that. It's really simple stuff, but it's the surprise element of it. It's the unexpected gesture totally. that gives you a little bit of a butterfly, it gives mm-hmm. him butterflies, and then ask him to make those simple romantic gestures in return. And again, I'm always giving word choices, right? Because people are like, well, I get that, but how do I actually ask? I don't have the words. So you can say something simple like... um, Oh, babe, I, I loved it when you picked me a flower on my birthday. Would you surprise me with something sweet like that this week just for fun? Mm-hmm.
0: But it doesn't have to be the flower again. <laughs> no.
1: no <right. laughs> I had a
0: guy who would just give me a flower like every single time and I was like, okay, it's like losing its luster now. <laughs> surprise
1: me. Surprise me, babe. Yes. Come up with something else. <laughs> but anyhow, it's 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 really simple, basic stuff that actually does go a long way. mm mm-hmm. um, and I love this idea of mixing it up outside the
0: bedroom because, you know, couples tend to reconnect when they're in a new space, like on vacation or even if they're so, just like in a hotel together, you know, something fun and
1: exciting and different. Totally, totally. And even if even if you can't afford that, you know, um, finding ways to bring back that sense of curiosity that, say, being in a hotel um, does immediately give you, you can do that through simple... Uh, communication tools, like um, instead of saying, how was work, just try swapping in a more thought-provoking, conversation-inspiring question, like, what was the most interesting thing that happened to you today? Or what made you laugh today? Um, Or even taking it further, especially if, if times are tough and you can't afford that vacation, you could just say, Babe, let's pour a glass of wine and fantasize about our dream vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, some, some, I love someday, that. someday we'll be able to take it. What's your dream getaway? Just using conversation in a way to create some curiosity. Um, you know, there's this amazing um, sex therapist and author named Esther Perel who's always talking about how do you bring back curiosity. Don't expect that you know everything about your spouse or your mate, even if you've been together for 20 or 30 years, uh-huh. try, try to bring back a sense of curiosity because it's the curiosity, right? When you first get together with someone, you're so hot and horny because they're still a mystery. <laughs>
0: <right>? Totally. <laughs> and you keep learning new things about them all the time. Yeah. And so, and this is such a great point because um, if you continue to be curious, because we all change and morph and grow, um, you know, make it so that you keep getting to know each other on a regular basis. I love that.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Hey, everybody, I want to take a quick break before we get to tip two and tip three to introduce you to an advert for Booty Parlour so you can learn a little bit more about the products that our guest, Dana, has designed. They are delicious and they're gorgeous. Go to their website, bootyparlor.com, and check out the ad. At Booty Parlor, we believe every woman deserves to feel sexy, attractive, desirable, and satisfied. Unfortunately, many women struggle with self-doubt and don't feel they have the permission to be the sexiest, most alive version of themselves. Our mission is to change that. So, we've created gorgeous, seductive beauty products and fabulous romantic treats, all designed to boost a woman's self-confidence and inspire sexier experiences, both in and out of the bedroom. Try our flirty little secret firming cream with pheromones, melt chocolate body fondue, don't stop massage candles, and kissaholic aphrodisiac lip gloss and breath mist. Because when you feel passionately about yourself, others will feel passionately about you too. Get exciting products and information on how you can become the sexiest you you can be at bootyparlor.com. That's B-O-O-T-Y-P-A-R-L-O-R. And now, back to Nothing Off Limits. So, uh, tip number two in your top three tips.
1: Yeah, is to explore fantasies. Mm, Um, I like that. You know, I do too. Everybody has fantasies. Um, I think what differs is the extent to which we allow ourselves to nurture and play in those fantasies. I think some people are still a little squeamish to explore their fantasies or bring that element of fantasy into their sex life because maybe they're scared about what their partner might think mm-hmm. or maybe they're scared they might be caught by their children. Um, but I, I can tell you, not only do you have the permission to engage in your fantasies, but acting on them is is really a key part to improving your relationship. Because, How do you even broach the subject, though? Yeah, well... There's a couple of ways, and I'm always into making things a game, right? Because if you can make things a game and have a, a sense of play about it, it's not too heavy. You're not unloading this huge right. secret on someone. So right. it can be Don't, don't as- preface
0: the conversation with, I have something really important I want to talk to you right, about, honey. Right, <laughs>
1: exactly. So I always suggest playing a simple game, getting some index cards. Write, each of you write down five fantasies that you're interested in, right? You read them out loud together. Maybe you want to role play. Maybe you want to have sex in a public space. Try out light bondage. Maybe you're interested in the threesome fantasy or mm-hmm. making a sexy movie. But what you do is you write down your fantasies. You read them to one another. You can mix them in a bowl and lay them out and read them together. And then you have a conversation with your partner on which fantasy you both like to bring to life in the bedroom. And you really center in on that one that feels mutual, right? Because no one is really that into trying a fantasy that if you're doing something only for someone else. It's not that much fun. It's not that much fun. The authentic enthusiasm isn't going to be there. Mm -hmm. And then you're kind of opening up yourself to having a bad sexual experience, which is down. No bueno. No bueno. So, find that one fantasy so maybe it's like okay hey we both are interested in this threesome fantasy then you've got to talk through how you might bring that to life do you actually want to bring in another person you know you've got to talk about the the possible ramifications of that right could you have a threesome with someone over Skype So, that could give you the excitement and titillation of a third person in your room, but it's not as risky as bringing in another person into the physical space of your relationship. So, you can just kind of. That's a great
0: idea. I never thought about that as an option because the threesome thing can be scary for some people.
1: Super scary. And I I don't recommend it because I just think you're opening yourself to all kinds of trouble. Heck yes. and I'm just not interested in kinds of trouble in my relationship. Me neither. <laughs> but if you really want that excitement, you know, there's a t- obviously you know porn and sex chats and video skyping. You know, it's it's a huge industry, mm-hmm. and with a this little bit of internet research. You know, you can find a pay to play whomever Mm -hmm. to enter your bedroom through Skype and and give some excitement.
0: And with the bondage piece, too, I'm going to be doing an episode all about BDSM, Mm -hmm. um, kind of like the basics um, and debunking the myths of Fifty Shades of Grey and all of that. So I love that idea for couples to kind of bring the intimacy back, but to know what they're doing. So you don't sure. hurt each other.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, and, and with the popularity of, of the Fifty Shades phenomenon, you can, if that's the fantasy you decide on, then you plan a fun trip to the sex store together and you can have an exciting conversation with one of the associates who can point out the most popular products and show you how to use them. And it, it creates, you know, an experience that you're doing together. It creates anticipation, it creates excitement. Um you've done some more communicating about what your boundaries are. And and you just want to set up this fantasy play so that by the time you do get to the bedroom, yes, it's exciting and there's some elements of surprise, but there's also some groundwork. Mm-hmm. Um, and that communication late. is key. So sure.
0: talking to each other, knowing what each other's boundaries are, I think that brings more intimacy too,
1: right? Oh, definitely. For sure. For sure.
0: So do you want to dive into tip number three, the big one?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The big one. So um, it's part of my, um, my couples program and my Mommy Mojo Makeover program. It's called the Sexy Sessions Formula. Ooh. And it's, 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 it's very sexy. <laughs> it's where I ask couples to engage in five sensual experiences each week, um, which is a lot, but I pace it out so I don't overwhelm anyone. And basically, it's this kind of tried and true method for inspiring frequency and variety and reconnection within your sex life. It really breaks up bedroom boredom and brings back a sense of consistency and excitement. So
0: totally, because that totally goes away when you've been together with somebody for a long time. You know, it's like, oh, let's just get it done. And then you do the same things in the bedroom that you always do, and then it's over.
1: Exactly. And so basically, the way that it looks in its full expression is that you have two solo sessions a week, right? So you self-pleasure masturbate twice a week. And then you have one, what I call a long love session, right? Because as you mentioned, it gets down to once a week, you do the same thing. And all of a sudden, it's like you're down to 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. It's like, let's just get this over with. I have my day. (laughs) So the long love session is You know, about 35 to 40 minutes where you explore foreplay, you eventually bring in some fantasy play, and you really try to cycle through um, different elements of foreplay and um, exciting sensual activity that prolongs the experience. Mm -hmm. So you delay the orgasm. I love that. Yeah, until you've both really kind of had an opportunity to build and pull back. Your pleasure, so that you build tension and hopefully a bigger orgasm yes. when you get there. Yes,
0: and this is actually a great message for the men. No offense to you guys, but a lot of times um, y'all imitate porn and you just go straight for the genitals, you know. That's right. And so you got to do the foreplay. Like you don't have to go straight for <laughs> the That's those right. spots, you know.
1: That's right. Make Kissing. a woman feel good all uh, over. Yeah. World annual all of it. Yes, that's we right. also
0: have arms and legs and a neck and
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So pay attention. Yeah, there's more to us, guys. And then there's so there's the two solo sessions, the one long love session, and then there's one quickie in the week. And that's great, you know, obviously quickies are, you know, we're no strangers to quickies, right? Especially mm-hmm. if you've been in a long-term relationship. But That could be a surprise gesture though. Exactly. It can be a surprise gesture. And what I like about quickies is you can bring back that kind of heated, have to have you right now energy Mm -hmm. to it. Um, it. You know, the kind of throw me down, toss me around, that kind of energy. (laughs) And even if you have to, you know, I always say fake it till you make it. And I don't mean that. I don't mean fake your orgasm, but I mean... Even if you've been with someone for 12, 15 years, you can conjure up that energy, that excited have to have you now energy for 10 minutes, you know, like channel yeah. your inner actress and just go for it for 10 minutes. And then once you, once you even play act that, you realize, oh, I like how that feels. That awakens Something within me that has awakened this more hungry, excited energy. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to become more authentic. So I love that. I, I love the quickie for that. Yes. And then the final component, once you're sort of in the third and fourth week of this sexy sessions practice, is what I call the spontaneously sexy moment. Um, and that's really like a surprise treat for your guy. Um, either in oral or a manual. I don't know how sexy we can get on this podcast, but it's basically a surprise. Get as sexy as you
0: like. (laughs) It's
1: a surprise surprise blowjob or handjob, right?
0: I'm sure Um, the guys are like, yes,
1: yes. (laughs) Totally. And I always preface this by saying, look, if you're really angry, don't do this one. If you've got a lot of resentment and this is going to cause you more resentment, forget this part. But if you've got a good man... Who steps up for you, who does right by you, who takes good care of you emotionally and physically. Yes. This is a great little gift. To- toss him. And because, that is the
0: key, Dina, in my opinion. I yeah. think that it has to be there is because um, women tend to go down on men a lot more often than men go down on women, at mm-hmm. least in my experience. Mm-hmm. And so, and from my friends who have said that too, and it's like, I think there should be some reciprocation. So if, if I feel secure emotionally and physically, then it'll be, it'll happen a lot more often.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so this spontaneously sexy moment can also be from him to her. Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely yes yes that takes takes practice for a busy woman who's got her mind on a thousand different things to be able to stop what she's doing and receive that pleasure heck yes And, and that is you know i think when you really do work at creating a sensual life you will get to that but a lot of women have a hard time slowing down and saying yeah i'm gonna receive this gift right now um But when you do, it can be a really great thing. Hell, yes. Oh, yeah. And it is hard to slow down. I mean, I know um,
0: so many busy entrepreneurial women um, like you, uh, myself, all of my friends are always kind of go-getters, and they just, it's difficult to make that
1: shift in your mind. It is. It is. But at the same time, you know, what I've realized um, is that there are, you know, a few things that... Move my life forward in a positive way. And that is exercise and breathing and orgasms, right? Yeah. When I'm getting those things on a weekly basis, it puts me more in tune with a sense of calm, with a sense of peace, with my intuition. And from there, I can kind of create whatever I want in my life. You know, I'm operating in the world in a much stronger, more confident and more relaxed way. So if you look at that and say, yeah, orgasms are a calming, energizing, exciting, amazing part of who I am, then like stop, drop and roll. You know, if someone gives you the opportunity to have an orgasm, take it.
0: Absolutely. So um, I would love to know how you tie your products in when you are working at a home party or uh, explaining your sexy sessions formula to a client.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, in one way, they're two separate businesses, my my coaching business and my product business. Um, but they definitely commingle. You know, we have um, really fun products like our melt chocolate body fondue or our skin honey kissable body topping. These things you can bring into, like, let's say you're talking about fantasies and you're going to have an edible fantasy. So you want to bring in delicious items to drizzle on the body and, and be kissed off. Um, so I'll, you know, I'll put in some of the products into their, into their coaching sessions. Um, And I talk about my products in the book, but really, um, you know, the whole message behind Booty Parlor is one of kind of owning and embracing your sexy self-confidence as a woman. And it's not about your external beauty, although we do make products that boost your external beauty. But it's really about um, owning what's uniquely sexy about you um and, and and how you feel when you truly have embraced and and kind of claimed your own unique sexuality. I love, um, that. I yeah. love that. That and is so really, great. Thanks. And and so, you know, these products you can get them at com. you can get them at um, you know, your more female focused adult shops. Um it's exciting. We're doing a lot of business internationally right now. Um and, and we're doing a lot of business in, in Saudi right now. Really? Uh, yeah, which I find absolutely culturally fascinating. Um, Me too. You know, to know that these women are really buying these products to make them feel sexy and to have sexier experiences with their husbands. That's so I'm awesome. pretty psyched about that. That, yeah. is, that is so great. Yeah. Any final thoughts for our listeners, both the men and the women out there? Yeah, I mean, I, I just... I always encourage people to consider sex and sensuality to be as important as eating or drinking or exercising. You know, it's really it's a part of your being that you have to nurture. You know, just like you hit the gym, the more you hit the gym, the stronger you get. The more you nurture your sexuality, the more sexual you become. Um, and the more you practice and explore this side of you, the stronger and more satisfying your sex will become. So it's kind of a simple formula. You put more in, you get more out. Um, it's a and skill I just set. Of, yeah, it's a skill set. And, and you know, people say, oh, well, sex should be natural. It should come so easily. You know, I should just want to do it. Or, and if I don't, then there's something wrong with me. But that's not true. You do have to feed it. You have to cultivate it and nurture it. I like and that idea. Be, fun okay. and silly and creative yes
0: and make it part of your routine like you said which I think is awesome
1: yeah absolutely. everybody
0: out there listening please go to Dana's website once again com for more information on her coaching and to learn more about the lifestyle brand Booty Parlor go to bootyparlor.com and get some of those products which are Definitely. awesome by the way I thank love the you. packaging I love the look and feel they are sexy and I'm so glad that you are doing what you do thank you so much thanks for having me Have a great topic you'd like to hear discussed on an upcoming episode of Nothing Off Limits? Email us at ideas at ladyfoxentertainment.com. In the meantime, please subscribe, rate the show, and go to ladyfoxentertainment.com to sign up for our email list and to check out our resources page. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time.